Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Hey, um, I would love to preach about uh, the faithfulness of God. And I'll tell you why I want to preach, preach about it because the last two years, I have seen so many churches around the world, so many people struggling because the last two years have been so crazy. I don't know why. I don't know what's happened with the people, with the world. Sometimes they say, what in, what's going on here? And a lot, even though sometimes Christians, they get, uh, they get in a chaos. They then say, I don't know. I don't get what God is doing. But if you're not a big reader, read the last chapter of the Bible. And read the first chapter in the Bible because God is the beginning and the end. The beginning and the end. In the end of the Bible, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says the last word that God will speak about mankind will be, it is good. That means we are belonging to a winning team. God is a winner and he always wins. We belong to a winning team. A winning team. Why is this important? Because sometimes your life looks like a mess, but your story is not over yet. God can turn every mess into a message. And God, in the end of the day, every knee will bow down and be confessed that Jesus Christ is the Lord. This is the last chapter of the Bible, right? But the beginning of the Bible, there are 10 names in the Bible. And people say, why in the world are names and 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 names? And names? I think God is saying, if you don't have any clue how to name your baby, here are some ideas. <laughs> because some people are running out of names and names and names and names. But I thought, instead of I'm reading those names, I asked my team in Zurich, uh, they created a clip and just see the clip. And in the clip, be careful, you see the faithfulness of God. Are you ready? Here's the faithfulness of God. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them. And he named them mankind when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image. And he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Canaan. As Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Sam, Ham, and Japheth. Yeah, come on! Have you seen the faithfulness of God in those names? 
People say, no, just names and names and names. I think that's not the text you will read for Monday morning when you need like, like a boost. But I want to repeat those names. There are 10 names. 10 names are mentioned. And the, the number 10 is always a test. When God says, give the tithes into the church, God is saying, I want to test you. It's not that God is never running out of money. God says, I want to test you that you believe that I'm the provider. I take care of everything in your life. The Ten Commandments as well. God says, I want, to, I, I want to test you if you trust me. If you be obedient, you will blooming, blossoming, and, and go into the roof. And here are 10 names. Adam. Set Enosh, Kenan, Mehalalil, Yerat Enoch, Methuselah, 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 I don't know, Lamech, and also Noah. So in the Old Testament, every name has a meaning. For example, my name is Leo, Leo, L-E-O. Leo means in Switzerland, lion or king. You put it together, it gives the lion king from Switzerland. Oh la la, oh la la. So, listen. But my name means in Cambodia, in Asia, something else. For example, we had a worship team some years ago in Cambodia, and a girl, she asked, what's your name? I said, my name is Leo. She said, oh, you cannot Leo. I said, why I cannot Leo? No, you cannot Leo. I said, what is wrong with Leo? That's my name. No, you cannot Leo. I said, why I cannot Leo? She said, Leo means in Cambodia, underwear. Can you imagine, the pastor underwear from Switzerland will share the message. You cannot, Leo, but that's my name. So, so Adam, Adam means a human being. And now every name has a meaning. You can Google this on Google. That's, that's why we have Google. You can Google Google, and Google will tell you what Google says. Adam means a human being. Set means becomes a substitute of a mankind as a ransom. He descends, he set up the dwelling place to his dead. He sent by the submitting of God, Noah, a comforter and a redeemer. In the beginning of the Bible, here is a prophetic word. God will send Jesus Christ from heaven to earth to redeem us. This is the faithfulness of God in the beginning of the Bible. Come on. If you clap, clap right. Hey, come on. Hey, God is the beginning and God is the end. In between is somewhere our lives and God is in control. That's why when Jesus Christ died on the cross, here's a picture. And a lot of people say, oh, I don't like it. It's too bloody. For all the vegan, I'm so sorry. So sorry, but the cross is not a weakened cross. It's the real cross with blood. Why is the blood important? Because Jesus Christ said, hanging on a cross, this is my covenant, a new covenant in my blood. From now on, you will not slaughter any animals anymore, but I will forgive all the sins forever. Jesus is talking about the blood covenant. And here are the blood covenant in the Bible. Are some example. God made a covenant with Abraham and Abraham with Abimelech and Jacob with Laban and David with Jonathan and God with Israel and Jesus Christ made with us a blood covenant. But here's the problem when you speak about the blood covenant, people say, what in the world is a blood covenant? Because we speak about the grace of the New Testament, but a lot of people, we don't get the Old Testament because there's so many nuggets in the Old Testament. A blood covenant means, in Hebrew, berit, in Greek, it means you took an animal and you split it in two parts and you walk to the animal 
And you will say from now on, if one of us is not faithful in the covenant, we will cut you in two pieces. That means a covenant is a real deal. The problem is we know more about the covenant of a marriage. You know marriage covenant? We know that? Here's a picture of my wife. We got married. This is, uh, this is five years ago. It's, uh, yeah. No, we, we are married for 31 years. 31 years. Yeah, come on. I said to my wife, I love you in good seasons and in super seasons. Yeah. No, of course, there's also good seasons, right? I'm <laughs> not just kidding. You know, you know, about, you know about, about marriages, right? We know that covenant. But I want to speak about the blood covenant because if you understand what the blood covenant means, you are different because you know what God has done for you. It's amazing. There are nine steps in the blood covenant and don't worry, I just pick up five points. I want to start with the block points. Point number one, um, I have God. I invited God, and God is your youth pastor. Can you come on stage? So let's give God. So la Can you help me? Yes, absolutely. So. This is God, but only, only, only for 50 minutes and come down again. And I am Abraham. So I am Abraham and God is doing a covenant with Abraham, a blood's covenant. And if you understand the blood's covenant, there's one big winner in the game. The name is Abraham. And they had some codes. Code means I give what I have into your hands. And that meant for Abraham, you know, Abraham, his life was not perfect. When you're starting with a covenant, you know my life is not perfect. Sometimes we are jealous. Sometimes we start to compare with other people. Comparing is devilish, actually. Sometimes we, we are getting worried. Sometimes we have hidden issues. We don't talk about it. Sometimes we have a, we have a porn addiction. We don't talk about it. And when, when you start the covenant, it means, God, God, I, I am not perfect. I have some issues. But God, I give it to you. <laughs> oh, just wait, God. You're too fast. <laughs> This is what you do. Dear friends, you hand over to God all your issues. God, I'm happy. Take it. You can have it. And then God now gives me his rope. And the rope of God means I am blessed. I'm not waiting for heaven anymore. I am dressed with heaven already. A lot of Christians, they waiting for healing. Healing is already in me. A lot of people, they're waiting for a provision. Provision is already in me. Because heaven dwells in me. God gave me what he has. And he has everything. God is abound in times and limitations. So God handed over me everything what I need and everything what I take. But sometimes people say, why in the world? I'm facing some challenges like a mountain, a storm, or a Goliath stands in front of you. Do you know why God does this? Because it seems that God wants to help me that I start more trusting God. God enlarges my anointing, enlarges my, uh, my, my theology. It's going bigger and bigger and bigger. God says, you're not, you're not finished. You have not outgrown your capacity. There is more to come, actually. 
And we have to learn, and I have to learn, when I'm standing in front of a mountain, I say, mountain, you cannot say impossible. The devil always comes with the word, it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible from my view of point. But with the rope of God, I speak one word to the mountains, one word to the storm, one word to my sickness, and boom, shakala, heaven comes down in my life. God has dressed me with his rope. And the second thing, what they did, they shared their belt. The belt was actually all, on all the weapons that were on the belt. And the belt was, God, from now on, I fight for you. And God is saying, Abraham, from now on, I fight for you. I have a question. Who is the better fighter? You or God? I tell you, when God fights, he always wins. Have you ever read a story in the Bible where God said, oh my gosh, I was in a bad mood. I had a hangover from Sunday. Oh, I was not in a good mood this morning because all the angels, they sung crazy and I forgot to drink my Red Bull. There is no one story in the Bible. Tell me one story in the Bible. God said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm running out of my options. When you read the whole Bible, God always wins. Always wins. Always wins. Always wins. You know, when God gives you a dream, it never matches your budget. I want to repeat it. When God gives you a dream, it never matches your budget. God will never check your bank account, but he checks your faith. If you really believe that God fights on my behalf, when God fights, he fights well. And the devil is not the last word because God can overcome everything in your life. Hey, I remember we, were, we have been a portable church, or we were a portable church for more than 20 years. A portable church, to be quite honest, sucks. <laughs> because you move from building to building, from building to building, from building to building, from building to building, and we only have the smartest people in our church. Because people said, I don't know where you are right now. Because we moved all the time, that means you have to be really smart. <laughs> and you know what I learned in those seasons? Church growth has nothing to do with a building. You can meet wherever if you believe as a whole body of Christ that the Holy Spirit is in the place. Salvation takes place. You baptize people and you cannot stop the growth of a church because of a building. This is what I learned. Because God always fights for you. Always. Always. And after 20 years, we moved into a brand new building and now we have a building and the Holy Spirit as well. Now we have two good things, actually. Here's my point. When, when COVID hit or something hit two years ago, I don't want to mention the word COVID because I don't like the word. When this hit two years ago, I have seen a lot of churches are struggling, getting really lame. They were fearful. And I said, I don't care if we have a lockdown for six weeks because I remember those days when we had not a building. And we believe that in this season, God will do amazing things. Revival is around the corner. And I said two years ago to my church, when there's a lockdown, then revival is around the corner. Let's speak out. Revival is in the air. We had, we had a camera and I preached for six weeks only to the camera. We had 1,000 people before COVID that were watching our messages. 
in these six weeks, it's exploded to 20,000 people a message. And now listen, we are a church planting movement. People said, how can you plant church in that season? We said, we start planting churches online. We planted a church in Austria. Austria is like a Catholic area in Klagenfurt. We asked online, is there any people in the area of Klagenfurt? We connected them online. We started with online services. And after one and a half years, now we have built up a church there. And we have planned two churches with only online. Because even a COVID season cannot stop the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. When God fights for you. He fights well. And the third point is the covenant, actually. The covenant means you are my partner. Check out how a, 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 a covenant started. God and Abraham butt by butt. Oh, my God. God's butt is amazing. So, so now check out. They, they did an eight. They did an eight. Check out. Here's a part of animals here. They did the eight. Eight means a walking down, an eight. They started like this. Check out God. And now check out the next position. They started by part by part, now face by face. And they will say, if one of us messes, it's not faithful, they will be whoo, killed in two parts. Question, is God sweating? Is God nervous? By God is a yes, a yes, and a yes, a yes. God never changes the way he is. When God gives you a promise, a promise is a promise. Because a promise is a promise. A promise means a promise. God will never change his opinion. A promise is a promise, and a promise is a promise. God promises. What's about Abraham? He had this rope. Abraham started to sweat like crazy. And you knew something is going on. And then you know what God did? Abram, he put Abram to sleep. And usually you do a covenant two and two. So, and now God does the covenant by himself. Check out. Yeah, you, the covenant by yourself, the eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silent night. Yeah, that's good. Good, good. Hey, this is so deep. This is really deep. This, this has touched me because you can only do a covenant two and two. Face by face, you make a promise. Abraham could not make a promise because he was like, silent night. And God did the covenant by himself. Why is this so? Because God knew if we mess, we are dead forever. And have you ever heard about the amazing grace? The amazing grace meant God put Abraham to sleep. I remember some weeks ago, a lady came to our church for the very first time. <laughs> she asked me a question, Pastor Leo, I'm looking for a perfect church. 
is your church perfect? I said, yes, our church was perfect before you came. And he said, you ruined our whole church. And she gets really mad. I said, what's wrong with you? I said, church is not a museum of saints. We are a hospital where God heals and fixes it. And a church, dear friend, is a gathering of imperfect people. But we believe there is a perfect God. This God is still in the healing ministry. Redeeming ministry. God is still in the lead. You know what is the best thing about church? Jesus. <laughs> the best thing about church is Jesus. And you have to understand church is a gathering of not perfect people. But we believe in a perfect God. God put you to sleep because he knew you will mess. Even though if you believe you're doing something wrong things. And God has to kill you and me, but he doesn't do it. Because the covenant is only God made a promise. And that promise stays and stays and stays and stays and stays and stays and stays forever. Let's give God for that the big round of applause. Because he's so faithful in our life. So, check out the nothing. Now I like it. They cut, they cut the covenant. So, cutting the covenant means this. It hurts a little bit, right? Attention, attention. Now, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rookie, <laughs> yeah. So, check out. The covenant, they made a cut and they make like this. And, and I have a question. I have a lot of questions tonight. How does feel God if your blood is running to God's veins? I don't know. It's the blood of Salt Lake City. But when the blood of Christ is running to Abraham's veins, it's a huge difference. And Abraham knew from this moment on, the blood of Jesus Christ is running to my veins. In the blood of Jesus Christ, I am healed. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. And not only that, I'm marked. I am marked. I am marked. I am marked. Why is this so important? Because when the devil attempts you, when the devil attempts you, you say, oh, oh devil, uh, devil, so sorry. Are you blind? There is a mark on my hand. And you say, the devil, not today. Uh, devil, so sorry, also not tomorrow. Devil, I'm so sorry. Never, ever, because the blood of Jesus Christ is running to my veins. I am redeemed. I am forgiven. I carry. Heaven is already dwelling in me. Come on. That means, dear friends, when I am tired, when I am weary, I lift my hands at home where I live. Early in the morning or late at night, I'm walking to my room and say, Devil, forget it. Jesus Christ made a covenant, a blood covenant with me. Hey, I, I, I carry heaven already. God fights on my behalf and God always wins. God made the covenant without me. I'm forgiven. The grace of God is dwelling me. And by the way, I am marked by the blood of Jesus Christ. And my heart beats for the same thing that God's heart beats too. And in that blood, you are healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I want to read a Bible verse. I love it because it's in the Bible. That's why we call it Bible verse. So, 
sorry. In Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. Check this out. It's the robe of righteousness. Because the other robe, God is wearing that. He took all the things of me. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adores herself with her jewels. And we are dressed, dear friends, with heaven dwells in me. So many times in my life, I have the feeling I'm not enough. I'm lacking. I don't have everything what God belongs. And I have to learn to position myself despite my feelings, my emotions. I position myself and say, Leo, you are dressed with heaven. Everything in your life is possible because you believe in a God who is, can take the impossibles into possibilities. Don't say to your mountains, or don't say to God how big your mountains are. God is not blind. Say to the mountains how big your God is. Tell him how big God is. And in closing, dear friends, the fifth point, they exchanged the names. God took the name from Abraham to Abraham. That means the moment you're receiving Jesus Christ, you have a new name. You're not the citizens of America anymore. You're not the citizens of Switzerland or of Europe. You are a citizen of heaven. You're a son and daughter of Jesus Christ. And you have a new home called heaven. And I love that fact because God has given each of us a brand new name. Can we stand for a moment? When I ask the band come to the front. I take the rope for a moment. Sorry. And I would love to pray with you guys. So God gave me a picture when I started this message. He said, Leo, a lot of people, they say, yeah, 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 yeah. I have received God. Yeah, yeah, I have started a new covenant with God. In one side, but the other side, we're still holding on on our life, old lives. And I think it's time for me, for you, for us, just to get rid of our old flesh, our old nature, hand it over to God and just be covered with the full dress of God. Now I want to lead you in these five steps. And I believe in these five steps of the covenant, there is um, something what God wants to do the next minute. You can close your eyes. And God wants to do a covenant with you tonight. And there is an exchange right now. I don't know what is your rope, your old life. Maybe you have some addictions that nobody knows. You have some challenges that nobody knows. And I hand it over, God, all my issues, all my old flesh all my wrong desires I take off my robe I hand everything into your hands that old part is not a part of my life anymore and can imagine for a moment God comes to you he gives you his robe and he puts on his robe 
And right now you can feel you're not waiting for heaven anymore. You are dressed with everything what God belongs. God belongs all the money. God belongs the time. God can open doors in your life. God can promote you. God can connect you with the right people in business if you're single. God provides, God leads, God guides. But right now, can you say wherever you are, I am dressed with a heavenly dress and I have everything what it takes, everything what I need. I'm not lacking of anything because heaven dwells in me. Just feel this for a moment. Then God will say, secondly, I will fight on your behalf. You never fight alone. When you think, feel, where is God? God is in front of you. He's above you, beneath you. He surrounds you from all the sides. Now you're facing a challenge. The obstacles, it over, it's overwhelming. But I see that God stands in front of you with his word. And he will win. God has never lost a battle. Not one battle. Speak to your Goliath. Speak to your mountain. Speak to your storm. Storm and mountains, Goliath, you come against me in your power. But you are forgotten. God fights on my behalf. And you cannot win. You cannot overcome. I belong to the winning team. And I will win with God. God, imagine for a moment. God fights for you. Whatever you're going through right now. And then God did the covenant by himself. I just want to say to you, amazing grace, it's undeserved. It's not because you've done everything right or everything wrong. It's a choice that God did for us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. If God says yes to me, a yes is a yes. A yes is a yes. And a yes is a yes. And a yes is a yes. That brings me always to the position I'm overwhelmed about God's grace, about God's faithfulness, about God's mercy and God's love over me. The God has not the plan B. I am the plan A. God does have another plan. God has chosen me. God has chosen you right now. You're born for a purpose and by a purpose. And you are called to do something for God. You're a salt and a light in this earth. You're born with a destiny. You're born with anointing. You're born with a calling of God. And then they cut the blood. And Jesus said, in my blood you're healed. 
right now there are some people you are sick some people in this building you're going to a rough season you're facing such an amazing challenge and you don't know how to overcome these obstacles that's the moment I lift my hands I am marked by the blood of Jesus Christ just remember for a moment the blood of Jesus Christ is running to your veins I speak over your life healing in the name of Jesus Christ one drop of blood of Jesus Christ is enough to heal my soul to heal my spirit and heal also my body can you receive right now wherever you are this healing gift I proclaim healing I prophesy healing over you guys right now it's not in a church logo it's not in a building it's not me I cannot heal you I would wish I could heal you but it's a name and that name is above all the names that name is Jesus Christ when you speak out the name of Jesus Christ the devil starts to shake because he knows if you speak out that name it's the biggest authority on earth I speak out right now over your life healing if you're single I don't say being a single is sickness I don't say that <laughs> but if you're longing for a partner I speak out that God connects you right now with the right guy the right woman you need healing in that area can you lift up your hands for a moment like this just speak wherever you are you can speak in tongues you can speak in your own language but speak out the name of Jesus Christ commented the addictions in your life to some people you are addicted I speak to your addiction right now it can be drugs it can porn whatever it is you don't have a hold anymore you have to let go right now in the name of Jesus Christ because the blood of Jesus Christ is running to your reins you are God of you set me free God is in the healing business He's still in the healing business. God heals, God redeems, and God sets me free right now. I am set free right now with the Spirit of God. Some people, you're growing up in a not healthy family. Your mom and dad has not been an inspiration for you. But I want to encourage some people right now. You can say, from now on, my family tree will be different. I don't following the curse of my parents. No, no, no. I change history. You are a history changer. My, my dad, he was an alcoholic. This is a line in my family. I said, this is not my future. That's not my history. I'm not my dad. I honor my mom and dad. But 
I made a decision. From now on, my family is healthy, clean, and we have the Holy Spirit in us. And then God changes your name. I'm not Leo anymore, the old Leo. I'm a son of the God Almighty. I have a place called heaven. And right now when we've been going to the praise and worship moment, with this rope, praise Him. Often people, they don't understand what's the power of worship. When we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, the atmosphere is changing. Sometimes you're not in the mood, but I praise because my neighbor is weak and it's my praise. And when we do this right now, the atmosphere is changing. Can we do this together? Let's praise Jesus Christ, the guy who made the covenant with me. Hey, I, I, I am happy. You know why? I am dressed with the robe of God. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.